video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Hey, what's up? My name is Anthony Shelton. You're listening to Progress Bar. If you're here, come in the chat. Let me know that you are here. Say something. Hello. Hi. How you doing? It's Friday. Excited. Got a lot going on this weekend. Got a wedding to go to. I might have work. Ugh. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do when you gotta make an extra buck so you can buy games and stuff, you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. If you're listening to this podcast, you can join us live on Spreaker.com. That's speaker with an R, just in case you're confused. Follow us, so you don't ever forget where to go. Bookmark it if you have to. We're live every weekday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We got songs from Marcin Pashibilovich, Jesper Keed, and Tetramino, so stay tuned for those. And go to freedomcgc.com and hang out with gamers. I'm sure that's what you like to do. You're listening to a gamers podcast. You might have a spot to go to, but the nice thing about Freedom CGC is it's kind of a family orientation. They are fun group of people and they don't just talk about games they talk about all kinds of other stuff too so check them out you can also upload your own content if you got a podcast if you got videos if you got stuff that you write you can upload it there lots of eyeballs can see it and they push it out on twitter get some more eyeballs so check out freedomcgc.com that is freedomcgc.com. Today, we're mostly going to be talking about Forza 6. Finally sent it back to Gamefly. I feel like I got enough time with it. I didn't complete the career mode. It's pretty long. There's a lot to it. But I feel like I got a strong sense of that game and all that it offers so most of the show will be talking about Forza Six. You talk about uh, I can I can hear you thinking, why are we talking about Forza Six? Not everybody cares about Forza Six. I get it. I know. I understand. But I have to answer to my shareholder. I have to answer to my wife. And if I'm playing games just for the fun of it, and I'm not doing it for work, then she's not going to be too happy about that. You're sitting on the couch and just playing games. You're not even going to do anything with it. Paying for Gamefly out of our own pockets. I got to make some use from it. So I got to talk about it. I got to keep my wife happy. And then I can hear the other thing you're saying. I can hear it over the radio waves, over the airwaves. I can hear you saying, Anthony, you're talking about the wrong six. Rainbow Six Siege, the beta. Why aren't you talking about that? What's wrong? What's happening? 
You're talking about Forza 6 instead of Rainbow Six Siege? Probably one of the more different types of first-person shooters out there right now. I get it. But that's kind of circumstantial. See, I got the code last night at 6.11 p.m. I get off at work at 6 p.m. When I got off work, I then had to go to my designer for the new logo. Which, by the way, we got a new logo. It's the official logo. And I like it a lot. It's games and music. That's what the show is about. It's over the radio or it's a podcast, depending on how how you like to consume it. It's cool. I really like it. I hope you like it too. So after work, I had to drive about 20-something minutes to get to his house so we could talk about the design and finalize it and pay him and all that stuff. Then after that, I get home. Now, mind you, I haven't even seen the email. It's in one of my old email accounts that I don't even use anymore because it's what's connected to Uplay. So I, I don't even know that I've gotten the code. I know to check, and I checked the day of, but I checked in the morning, and I didn't have anything before the show, which we didn't do. We didn't have a show yesterday, but before I knew that, I checked, and it wasn't there. So I wasn't going to keep checking my email over and over, and it ended up coming while I was driving, probably while I was getting gas. That's when it came. So I come home, and it's time to help my wife clean. Because Thursdays are cleaning days. So I need to pull my weight around the house too. Happy wife, happy life. Got to put in the work sometimes. Got to keep her happy from a business perspective. Got to keep her happy from a household perspective. So I didn't have time to check my email and see if I got the code. And then I had to spend some time playing Forza 6 for the last time before I sent it back to Gamefly so that I can hopefully get Tony Hawk 5 in time. Or at least in the same week. Because I need to start playing that. So yeah, we're not talking about Rainbow Six today. I wish we could. I got to play a round and a half. That's not enough to talk about. So I'll play it after this show. And thankfully, my wife is hanging out with her girlfriends. They're going to the Padres game. So I'll have plenty of time to play. And usually I stay up late on Fridays to make up for all the lost time throughout the week to play some stuff. So I will be putting in work on Rainbow Six Siege. But we're going to be talking about Forza Six today. So coming up, I'm going to tell you why Forza 6 is great. Or at least what's great about Forza 6. I think it's a great game overall, but I'm going to tell you why why it's great. And if you're not into Forza 6, I would say this is the game to get involved with. We'll talk about that coming up. This song is Where's the Wall Chicken At? It's a Castlevania remix. It's by Tetramino. You can find it on OC Remix. .org, download it for free. You're listening to Progress Bar.
that is Where's the Wall Chicken At? It's a Castlevania remix by Tetramino. You can find it on ocremix.org completely for free. Go check it out. OC Remix has a ton of music, so just check out that website regardless. Tons to look at. So we're talking about 4 to 6 today because I didn't get enough time with Rainbow Six Siege and it would be irresponsible of me to have played the game and not talk about it at all. So, what's great about Forza 6? Here, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I like what I like about Forza 6 so much. Hopefully it resonates with you. And I don't know if this particular thing has been in since, I don't know, 3 or 4. Because I've dabbled in the other Forza games. I played a, a decent-ish amount of 3. I touched 4. I touched 5. So Forza 6 is the game I've played the most since Forza 2. So a lot has changed. So you might be listening and thinking, well, that's been in since Forza 3. Yeah, I've been away. I know Drivatars were included in 4 or 5 or something like that. But... I've been kind of away from the series. Not because they're not good. I just haven't had the money to get them. And I didn't have Gamefly at the time. To rent them. So anything that I'm talking about. If it's been in. Alright fine great. I didn't know. I'm putting that out there right now. I didn't know. But one thing I do like. Is. You can race against ghosts. In. Multiplayer. And I'm not talking about time trial. I'm talking about straight up multiplayer. There is a mode specific. Granted, it's only uh, limited to the C-class of cars. But you can race against ghosts. Everybody's a ghost. So it's basically time trialing in multiplayer. Even though you are racing. But there's no bumping. There's no hitting people on purpose or anything like that. The only thing you're focused on is racing. And let me tell you, that is beautiful. It's the only mode I play. Any mode where there's a ghost, because there's leagues in. There's leagues and they just opened a league where everybody's a ghost and you're driving A-class cars. So there's different variations of this. So if you're one of those people who cannot stand being bumped off the track, slammed into a wall because somebody took a turn wrong, or somebody did it on purpose, that's the way to go. Infinite amount of fun. Uh, If you're not into the whole simulation driving experience in the first place, then this isn't really going to appeal to you. But if you are... And you're kind of scared of going to multiplayer because of all the nonsense that could happen. I'm telling you. Any of those modes with ghosts is the way to go. Period. It is a blast. Because you're still racing against people. Even It does feel time trial-y. But you're still racing against people. And because you don't have to worry about anybody bumping you off or even you hitting anybody... Oh, it's so, so much better. You don't have to worry about your driver tar acting crazy because you bump into too many people. 
friends complain, dude, your drive guitar sucks. I'm sorry. People can't drive. Or I can't drive. I'm still learning. That's the nice thing about it. The only bad thing is, like for the league, it's only for a certain amount of time. It's A class, so it's faster. But the only permanent one that I found is the introductory C class uh, hopper. So beyond that, I'd, I'd, I'm fine with C class. Most of the time, you're in turns anyway, so it's not like you're going incredibly fast all the time. Although those courses tend to be a little easier, you don't get the more difficult courses, which is fine, but if you're looking for a challenge, then you will have to go to the EDASX classes or whatever and play those. I like the ability to upgrade quickly and buy tunes. I don't know if this was in Forza 5 or 4, but it's brilliant to be able to just quickly buy everything. They have a button you can press that allows you to quickly buy everything that will max out the class that you're in. So if you're unfamiliar with Forza, there's classes that range from E, D, C, B, A, S, X, and some other classes. And they all have a number. And once it gets past a certain number, you move up to the next class. That number is determined by the type of upgrades you have on your car. Engine upgrades, transmission upgrades, brake upgrades, tire upgrades, anything like that. All those things contribute to your overall number, which may change the class of your car. What the quick buy allows you to do, say if you want a fully maxed out, at least a number, C-class car with all the best upgrades you can get for that class without moving to the next class, that's the button you want. It's great. Saves a ton of time. Because I remember in Forza 2, I'm looking through all the upgrades and I'm trying to consider, do I want the sport upgrade or do I want the uh, racing upgrade? Which upgrade do I want? Because if I put it all, if I put the ones that I want, then it's going to move me to a class that's going to disqualify me from participating in an event. And I want to use this car. So it makes it really easy for you. And even if you want to make sure you get what you want, you can still do that. That's fine. But you could also just put everything that you're really keen on getting. I was working on my a Lotus. And I wanted a little more braking power and handling on it. So... I went to the parts upgrade and I just put all the parts that had to deal with handling and braking. Put all those parts on there and then I went to quick upgrade and let it handle the rest. It was great. It was fantastic. And another thing that's rough about this is tuning. This is a racing simulation game. So if you're not familiar with tuning, if you're not good at tuning, if tuning is daunting to you, if it makes your brain explode, 
there's people who make tunes and upload them on Forza 6 and you can buy them with in-game credits. It's great. Because I remember in Forza 2, I wasn't good at tuning. At all. And I knew if I want to get the best out of my car, I got to tune it to my driving style. And it was hard to figure out. Now, it's a lot easier to tune now because you can make an adjustment to your car in the menu while you're racing. Or at least in free play. And the adjustment will make the change and you can go on racing and get the immediate feel. Get the change. You couldn't do that in Forza 2. So tuning was a pain in the butt. But now even better... People can literally upload their tunes to Forza 6. Because people have been doing this since Forza 2. People would make tunes and people would pay credits to them to tune their car for them. And then they would gift it and all that other stuff. It was a cool way to do things, but this is even better. It's the same thing with the paint jobs. When you get a car... You can choose a paint job that somebody from the community has created. It's it's fantastic. It's a great use of the community and getting them out there. They're all rated with stars. Tunes are rated with stars too. So it's just cool. You get to figure out what works and what doesn't. And it's so simple. You just buy the car and the first thing that pops up is what paint job do you want? The only negative part about the whole star system is when, obviously, you get to the four and five stars. Those are going to be the most popular. It's like finding a theme on WordPress or Tumblr. Like, you find the most popular one. Well, everybody's got that one. So, if you're trying to be different, that's probably not the one you want to get. But there's other decent ones that are lower stars. They're just lower stars because they're just not as good. That's all. Now, we were talking about buying stuff. I think one of the biggest things that I noticed, because Forza 5 had microtransactions, but Forza 6, I've seen no sign of microtransactions. So anytime I'm talking about you can buy a tune or you can buy a paint job or anything like that, it's all in-game credits. There's no microtransactions. Good job, Turn 10. Way to step up. I thought for sure they were going to try to reconfigure microtransactions in some form or fashion based on feedback from Forza 5. They just totally took it out. Smart. That's how you do it. Just take it out. Let the game stand on its own. That's about... The best things about Fort 6. Now, coming up, I'm going to tell you the worst parts of Forza 6. Because I won't say it's a deal breaker, but man, it, it could make or break your, your experience. Maybe. Maybe. The song is Wolven Storm by Marcin Pshibilovich. It's on the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt soundtrack. It is a single find it on iTunes and Google Play. You're listening to Progress Bar. These girls 
arms long have yearned for your tender caress to bind our fortunes. Damn what the stars are! Rend my heart open, then your love profess a winding, weaving fate to which we both atone. You flee, my dream come. Storm by Marcin Pishibilevich. It's from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. It's a single. I think it was used in a trailer also. You can find it on iTunes and Google Play. It's actually a really popular song. A lot of people like that song. So what's the one thing I can't stand about Forza 6? There's one thing I cannot stand. And that's dry guitars. I didn't get a lot of experience with drive guitars from Forza 5, but I'm glad I didn't, because the drive guitars in this game are annoying. They don't know how to drive. There's one drive guitar. It's from a friend on my friends list. He knows how to drive. The drive guitar kind of knows how to drive. It's the best driving drive guitar. If you don't know what a drive guitar is, basically Forza 6 accumulates all this data from the way you drive, the way you take corners. Do you take perfect turns? How many good turns do you take? Do you make good passes? Do you make perfect passes? What kind of lateral Gs do you pull when, when you're turning? When do you brake? All this kind of different information 
accumulated into your avatar, except it's called Drivatar. It's a terrible name. But that's what they do. And then, when you're not playing, your Drivatar is playing for you. So it simulates the way you drive. And you can set the AI levels too. Well, not even the AI. You can set the Drivatar levels. I don't know how that works. Because if you can set the Drivatar difficulty, I don't know if that means it eliminates things it looks at and makes things easier. I don't I don't know how that works. But you can set the difficulty of the Drivatar. You could also turn its aggression down. It's just an on or off. Basically, the option is, do you want the Drivatars to act crazy or do you want them to have limited aggression? Which basically translates to, they're not going to bump the crap out of you. But the problem is, they don't necessarily bump the crap out of you, they just get in your way. They're moving roadblocks, basically. At the start of a race, it's just bumper cars. Every single time. Every driver car is just going nuts. And you can't barely get through. Even though you're going faster because they all clump up together like it's a Forza 6 orgy. It's a mosh pit for cars at the start of a race. And don't let there be a turn within the first 10 seconds. It is ridiculous. So driver cars are not fun. Best example I have is there's an IndyCar race that you could do at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Drivatars drive incredibly slow compared to me. I lapped them. It's the only time I've ever lapped Drivatars because most of the time you're in turns. But they get in your way. Now, usually I drive with real damage on. So if I hit something hard, I might break my suspension. I might bust my engine open. But it was so bad, I had to turn it off and just use cosmetic damage. It was that bad. I couldn't do anything. Every single time, some drivatar swerved down into the lane that I was in, into the line I was driving on for no reason at all. I'm coming hot. This drivatar wants to slide down, and either I got to swerve out of the way and hit the wall, or let it come down, and I bash into the back of him, and I bust up my suspension. They are dumb. So drivatars, I wish, I mean, I like the idea, I just wish they reacted better. Because in real racing, there's somebody in your ear telling you what's happening behind you. So that way you don't try to block somebody and you actually run into the tire and cause crash. Right? They try to avoid that kind of stuff. Safety. Good thing. Right? Not these driver cars. These guys need somebody in their ear. 
because they just do whatever they want. There was one time a drivatar slid into the grass, and I'm coming around a turn. It comes off the grass, back onto the road, and I'm about to pass it all the way. And for whatever reason, I'm on the far left. He's coming. All he's got to do is turn and stay on his side of the track, but he decides to take his front end and slam it into the tail of my car. Why? I don't know. Cause drivatars. They're terrible. That could be a make or break for you. But you don't have to race with the drivatars. You could go offline. No drivatars. You could turn the drivatars off in the menu. You could do that. Just race with AI. I played with Drivatars the entire time because I just hoped that they would get better over time. But I think they messed up my Drivatar because I kept bumping into people when I didn't have to. And the way your Drivatar is constructed, it also takes into account how many times you hit people. Like it counts the number of times you hit people, literally. So I keep hitting these drivatars and it keeps making the number go up. And I don't want that number to go up. I want my drivatar to be as clean as possible. But it can't because the other drivatars can't drive. They're not aggressive enough. Sometimes they take turns too slowly so I try to get around them. But they break in the weirdest spot and then I end up running into them. Fantastic. Be going through a straight. And you could go fast. But for whatever reason. I'm trying to draft them. That's another thing the Drivatar profile takes into constructing your Drivatar. Do you draft? Slipstream. I'm trying to draft this Drivatar. And it just breaks for no reason. And I hit it. Another hit added to my profile. I wish it would take account of hit percentage. Hit percentage would make more sense. How many times do you hit a person per race? I think that would be better. Because how many times I hit people? I mean, yeah, you know, sometimes I hit people more than others depending on the circumstance. Sometimes I don't want to. I admit sometimes I break late and I hit a car. That's my fault. That should be calculated in there somehow, but it's not. It's just how many times you hit people. Or maybe it is and it's hidden. The other thing I don't like, and I think every Forza game and pretty much any driving game over time deals with this. You can't race with your favorite cars or brands. Unless your favorite car or brand is the car that's most popular and useful online. It's inevitable. Anytime a game has hundreds of cars, anytime a game has more than 20, you're going to find that one, two, three, four, five cars that excel over everything else, no matter how realistic the game is. It's just the way it is. A Cadillac CTSV, I like that car. I wanted to use it. 
Sucks in Forza 6. The Audi RS6. I like that car too. Can't turn worth a lick. I bought a tune that made it way better. But it still can't turn worth a lick. While every other car can. So there's always going to be those cars. That diminish the joy of using the one you want to use because let's face it if you're going to use the car you want to use more than likely you're going to be staring at the back of other cars that's usually the unfortunate part no matter how good you tune your car you just might be in the back of the pack not because of your driving skill just because your car just doesn't do very well against everybody else And you have to depend on everybody else to make mistakes in order to win. And that's happened a lot. I've done better because people mess up at the end. But it sucks to know that you can't use the car that you really want to use. Unless you're okay with that. But if not, it's not really a plus. But that's a problem with every racing game. With multiple cars and multiple styles. But besides those two things, which I think the driver cars are the most egregious, that could be a deal breaker. I don't think it is, mostly because you could turn it off. If you couldn't turn them off, at least the multiplayer with the ghosts and all that is fun. And of course, there's time trials. There's leagues you can get involved in. There's a lot of stuff to do. If you're a tuning person, you could tune cars for people and upload tunes for the hundreds of cars that are in there. You could paint the cars. You could do all kinds of stuff. The career mode is long with various styles. C-class, D-class, A-class, indie cars, grand touring, all that stuff. It's got a lot. I think it's worth a buy, personally. This is Master Assassin by Jesper Keed. It's on the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood soundtrack, which you can find at something.com. S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Master Assassin. It's by Jesper Key. It's on the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood soundtrack, which is available at something.com. And today is the day the CD versions are available to purchase. So if you're looking for CD versions of the Assassin's Creed soundtracks minus Unity, I believe, then you want to check out something.com. S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G. S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G. That's going to do it for today's show. Yeah. There we go. I got this nasty bite on my arm. I don't know if when's the last time you got bitten by a bug, but man, this thing has left a nasty red mark on my shoulder. I showed my wife and she was like, what's that? Like, it's a bite. Don't know where it came from. Just one day, just showed up. Hate trying not to scratch. And I don't like putting ointment on either. <clears throat> Darn cold water. Making my throat act funny. I don't like putting on cortisone and stuff. Because it's got steroids. I don't need steroids. I'm already buff as it is. But yeah, I just don't like using that stuff. But it's nasty. I should put a picture, but I don't like it. <laughs> I did that once. And I was like, why did I do that? It's just nasty. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Either way, I think it's fascinating though. I hope you have a good weekend. I know I will. Remember, remember, we're live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You can download this or listen to it from the Spreaker app on iOS and Android. Thank you for listening. I hope you like the new logo, because I like it a lot. Jaeger, thanks for joining the chat. Enjoy your day. Come back again next week, and I'll talk to you later.